right. Is your uh, is your speaking instrument warm? Ma 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 ma. La 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 la. You 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 you. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let's get trivial, trivial. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. This is episode ninety-seven. Is it? Isn't it? So I saw you put out the last one, which was the tournament finals. Yes, as a 96. But I think that was wrong. Do you think that was wrong? All right. We're going to take a moment and see if I can, uh, if I if I got a wrong date in there. I'm going to go to my app. By the way, if you're not downloading this uh, on an app... You really should be. Download it on Stitcher or SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. And hey, while you're doing that, why don't you give us a nice little five-star review over there so other people can find this podcast? What are you doing not doing that? <laughs> the answer is you're not doing that. So please do. All right. Oh, now you're right. All right. I thought so. <laughs> but that good. That gave me a, afforded me some time to berate the listeners into giving us better reviews. Or any reviews. Do it. Thank, yes, thanks, you guys. Thanks, everybody who listens. We we do appreciate that. Uh, Monica, how are you? Excellent. I'm saying this as if we just didn't spend the last, like, three hours together. We just played trivia. This is an oddity. We uh, had to do a late recording, so we instead went and played trivia before recording. Mm-hmm. Warmed and, up. We did and, warm up. And we won. Yes, we won. We actually, so we tied. This is true. For first. Yes. And the tiebreaker, which I don't like, this tiebreaker, they pick a person from each team and they do a like a lip sync. Right. They have somebody volunteer from each team and to, to do it. Paul did it because did it. nobody else would do yes. it. Yes. Yes. And he won. Yes. Everybody liked him the most. I had to do my dr- dramatic lip sync interpretation of Zombie by the Cranberries because it's <laughs> it's St. Patrick's Day today and uh, it's, they're an Irish band. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I, I don't think I did much. I just kind of Well, you're a professional performer. Well, I Sure. And yeah. the other guy just kind of bunny hopped around. The yeah, room. <laughs> he he was kind of lost. He didn't know the words, and he kind of like skipped around. But then you never know. Sometimes the audiences love that sort of thing. Uh, so who knows? But uh, we did end up winning, which was very nice, and uh, it was it was a good time. And now we're here to talk more trivia. Yeah, uh, and uh, tell you that. Uh, we want to thank everybody for coming out to the tournament finals. We are kind of back on regular schedule this week, and we can announce two special things coming up. We got the Seinfeld quiz coming up Sunday, March 31st, our boss level deep dive quiz into that. Win some cash. Come out to the Skylark. That is Sunday, March 31st, 8 p.m., $5 per player, and it is all ages. So get your Seinfeld teams together. And. We have a new Tuesday night quiz coming up starting on April 2nd. 
That is the uh, Black Zia Cantina in Burien. If you are a regular Bison Creek player, it is right around the corner. It couldn't be more convenient, and Kat will be hosting that on Tuesdays. Oh, by the way, what was our team name tonight? What was our teammate tonight? Oh, I stole the meow, 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 fuck you. Yeah, she said she was going to do it, and she (laughs) stole it. But, hey, we were winners with it, so that's that's okay. Then it (laughs) stealing's okay if you win. Yeah. Well, I also first said, does anybody have an idea? We were bereft and nobody of ideas, did, yes. so we had I nothing. did it. So that was a lot of fun. I really liked hearing the host say it. <laughs> yeah, Betty leaned into that. Meow, meow, meow. Fuck you. <laughs> she did. All right. Are we ready to play some games here? Oh, my God. Oh, she's ready to play some games. I'm Murder ready to play. All right. Let's do it. Now it's time for the lightning round. It's lightning round time again. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, lightning round. All right. Uh, for those of you new to the podcast, I'm going to throw five questions right in Monica's face. Oh. And she's going to throw five right back at me. And uh, we're going to answer them and see who answers the most. Uh, what's your topic for me this week? So Thursday... We went to karaoke. Oh, fun. And we did, we we chose a theme, and it was all 90s. Sure. So I wrote you five 90s questions. Oh, great. Oh, great. And I'm probably going to do this for Tuesday. Oh, well, this might be something I do for this week as well. This is around on whales. Mm. You know, they're the largest land mammal. Or in the sea. <laughs> the largest land they mammal are in the not sea. Land mammals. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a precursor to our drunk episode because I've already I'm already two beers into my evening and uh, They are the land mammals that spend the most time in the water. Yeah, yeah. That'll be question number one. <laughs> uh, do you want to go first or second? Second. All right. Here we go with the lightning round. And lightning doesn't mean anything. No, it never does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to start you with a multiple choice question. Okay. The South African town of Hermanus is famous for its whale watching. What do they use to let people know a whale has been sighted? Do they use A, a whale signal, like the bat signal, B, a whale crier, like a town crier, whale sighted, <laughs> or C, a whale ball? A whale ball, like the Times Square New Year's Eve ball. I'm going to say the ball. I wish it was the ball. <laughs> no. Nope. Is it the if, crier? If you work in the town of Hermanus, you can get a job as the whale crier. I should have picked that. Whale here, whale here. I really here. like the idea of a whale ball. <laughs> I do like um, the idea. It's, like, it's just like dropping really slowly, and then at the end of it, it's like, whale. It's like, whale. <laughs> that's a whale for fuck you yeah whale 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 fuck you (laughs) next week's team name (laughs) we got it your first question is uh either or okay which album sold the most alanis morissette's jagged little pill or Spice Girls Spice. Ooh. 
two big ones, but I believe Jagged Little Pill was the big big winner. The JLP. Yeah, yeah. That one was crazy big. Yeah. Crazy big. And it kind of crossed like like men bought it, women bought it, rock guys bought it, you know, the little it was fair. A great crowd. Album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was so a, it was it was a big Spice one. So was the Spice Girls album, though. Was it good? Well, I listened to the one song over and over again. If you want to be my lover, <laughs> you got to be with my friends. That one? Wanna be. Wanna be. Mm-hmm. Zig Ziga. Yep. That's a good one. I always like that two, two, two become one. Mm-hmm. That's like their slow ballad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it on, get it on. <laughs> that was the Scary Spice sang that one. Yeah, yeah, she did. Uh, question number two. It's no accident. What's the name of the segmented end of a whale's tail? It's no accident. That's a clue. I figured it was a clue. Yeah. What's the name of the segmented end of a whale's tail? No. Crash. A crash. <laughs> it's not a crash. It is a fluke. You get a fluke oh, at the I end see. of the uh, of yeah, the whale's I've tail. Yeah, I've heard that before. Man, I guess I'm not warmed up for trivia. Yeah. Honestly, we you were the one who was answering most of the questions. Anyway. There was a music round that was kind of right up my alley. So Hair of the Dog. By Nazareth. Now Nazareth. You're, now you're messing with the son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, I cannot tell you how many times that played on a boombox in the back of the school bus because the kids would be like, oh, man, he's going to say son of a bitch. I can't believe he's going to say it. Yeah, and then he did. Number two, what flying toy or flying doll toy was released in 1994 and recalled six years later due to injuries? There's a flying doll toy. There absolutely is. Oh boy. Uh, flying doll toy. You know, 90s, I wasn't buying a lot of toys. I know. Yeah, I don't know. It's called Sky Dancers. I did not know that one and at all. And it's like a fairy doll with wings. Right. And you like pull a string or something and it spins and spins up into the air. Oh, I have seen those. Yeah. I remember the ads for those. Yeah. The, those do seem like they might have caused some, some damage. Apparently, even though the wings were made of foam. Yeah. Some dummies got hurt by it, and they recalled it, but then I think they brought it back in 2005. Right. I don't know if it was made out of, like, feathers and dreams after no, that. No, they just stopped caring about <laughs> the, the health of children at that point. We were over that at that point. <laughs> uh, question number three for you. The closest living relative to the whale is what land mammal whose name means river horse? Is it a hippo? Hippo. Ring yourself up. Yeah, I finally got one. Hippopotamus means river horse. I knew that. Yeah. I love Latin and Latin roots and stuff like that. And when you start to kind of, uh, it's a good thing for you trivia players out there to have a little bit of knowledge on your Latin roots because it'll help you get through a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of definitions. And we use them a lot. Yeah. Questions. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Number three, the handheld digital pet toy Tamagotchi is a portmanteau of two Japanese words. One of the words means watch, and the other means what 
food. Is it egg? Yeah. Yeah. It's also in the shape of an egg. Right, but I also know that the tamago sushi is the egg oh, that yeah. fried. That, oh, I love and I love that. I don't eat it very often, but I love that sushi. We love sushi. By the way, we got to go out to sushi the other day, didn't we? We did, we did Andy and, and Monica and I. We we tore up a sushi place just not too far from here. I wanted to eat so much more than I did. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, we need to hit a happy hour. This is pretty hour. expensive. Yeah, we need to hit a happy hour and just gorge ourselves. Uh, question number four. Number four, what name is used to describe an unlucky person on a boat? Due to someone with that name being swallowed by a whale in the Bible. Um, Jonas. I'll give it to you, Jonah. Jonas. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of goes goes both ways. <laughs> Did you give? I'll give it to you. Go okay. ahead and ring yourself up. I know you're so nice. I know you're thinking about the first Weezer song, on the Blue Album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well. Isn't that what it's about? I think it of? might be. It's, or it's at least influenced by it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're unlucky on, on a boat, you're a Jonah. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, whose debut album was 1994's Age Ain't Nothing But a Number? Is that Aaliyah? Yeah. Oh, wow. Married R. Kelly at 15. And she's the one that died really early? Yeah, she died in a plane crash. Plane crash, crash, coming back from making a video someplace. Question number five. What Connecticut city used to be the home of the NHL team, the Whalers? My gosh. Hartford? Hartford Whalers it is. (laughs) Well done. They had some really cool uniforms. At some point, you got to Google up some Hartford Whaler uniforms because they were pretty snazzy. That city name always makes me think of um, My Fair Lady. Oh, yeah. Because one of the things he makes her say is, In our Hartford, Hereford, and Hampshire, hurricanes hurricanes hardly hardly ever happen. And she says, in Hartford, Edford, Hampshire, Americans oddly ever happen. <laughs> I think she's got it. <laughs> All right, your last question. You could possibly get four points. What? Wait, what? On this question. Oh, yeah. All right. The brand Jinko. Who made those giant weird leg oh, jeans? Right. It's J N C O, and it stands for something. Do you know any of the words? Oh man! All right. It stands for. Oh my god! I remember these jeans around. I was too old to indulge in that sort of thing. They were weird looking. Um, like I could fit in one whole leg. Uh, there are the name of it is uh, Jumbo. No. <laughs> uh, wait a second. Let me All see right, if I can get some going, points in there. Going. The C stands for clothing. It's in J N C O. Right. So the C in there stands for clothing. Oh. Okay. Maybe. 
O stands for, oh, God, these are big pants. <laughs> and the N stands for never going to buy these pants. <laughs> I have no idea. Wait, so that goes Jumbo, never going to buy these pants. Yes. Clothing, oh, my God, these are big pants. That's, that's, that's <laughs> you got it right. Oh, I got it right. Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, but did I get it right? No. Oh. You didn't get any of them. <laughs> That's a surprise. It stands for judge none, choose one. Oh, my God. As nonsensical God. as the pants themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. That is terrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's going to be there's there's a four pointer in your future folks out there but that's that's fan, that's fantastic i don't know if that's fantastic or not um all right how do we do i think we both got three i think you're right yay uh before before we move on i have to show you this um so yeah let me show you so this there's a picture of these genes going around asymmetrical genes and they call it the latest frontier in denim. Take a take a look at this picture. So you got one skinny leg and one flare leg. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> now it's not April Fool's yet, so it's not an April Fool's thing. It looks like an April Fool's thing. Yeah. Also, oh no, I thought they were in two different shoes, but they're not. Yeah, the jeans were just covering them. Yeah, weird. so look that up out there. Asymmetrical jeans. Uh, anybody who wants to... That would be so weird to walk in those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and to be seen in those. <laughs> and to do anything in those. What's wrong with your pants? <laughs> What's wrong with me? <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it for the lightning round. Meow. Well, now she's back in her <laughs> world, and I'm still stuck in mine. But I know she'll always remember the time. Had a millionaire's dream And Lord, I love that lady wearing tight-fitting jeans It is now time for game prep it Seems like we haven't done a game prep in forever It's probably not true, but it seems like it It's been a while Nope 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 <laughs> It's been... A few episodes since we've Hello. done a game. <laughs> it's been a while. I'll sing a different version with it. It's okay. been a while. All right. Here <laughs> we go with your game prep for uh, the week of March 18th. March 18th. Happy National Sloppy Joe Day. Happy birthday, Sloppy Joes. Part of a, a, part of a group of sandwiches called Loose Meat Sandwiches, which <laughs> I'm so glad we don't call it that anymore. Uh, Sloppy Joe's went through a variety of names. Um, Toasted Devil Hamburgers was one. Hamburg a la Creole. Before a diner cook named Joe in Iowa added tomato sauce to his ground beef sandwich. Hunt's canned manwich sauce introduced in the 1960s brought Sloppy Joe's out of the diner and into American kitchens, aided by the tagline, A sandwich is a sandwich, but a manwich is a meal. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah, that that lasted a long time. There's a Futurama thing where I don't know, one of the characters like loses his 
Manwich, and he's like, my Manwich. <laughs> <laughs> In New Jersey delis, a sloppy joe can mean something completely different. Their sloppy joes are double-decker turkey and coleslaw sandwiches served cold. That sounds good. It does sound good. I'd take one of those right now. As long as the coleslaw is good. Yeah, yeah. This sandwich is said to be inspired by a Cuban sandwich made at Sloppy Joe's Bar in Key West, a bar notable for one of its famous patrons, Ernest Hemingway. Yeah, they have a yearly uh, Ernest Hemingway look-alike contest at Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> so if you're ever in Key How West fun. and you got a beard and and uh, and a scowl on your face, maybe go and uh, win something at Sloppy Joe's. So my family, when I was a kid, had a tradition of always having Sloppy Joes for Halloween. Oh, that's cool. And my mom would, would like serve it with a slice of cheese. Okay. And she would cut a little jack-o'-lantern <laughs> face into the cheese. That's cute. And then we would go um, trick-or-treating. Yeah. Fueled on <laughs> manwiches. And I thought that that was like what everybody did. Those sort of tradition <laughs> things know? are like like my family, uh, our Christmas Eve tradition is eating waffles. And I just thought, well, that's what people do on Christmas Eve. You eat waffles. And you go someplace else and they're like, yeah, we open presents on Christmas Eve. It's like, you open presents on Christmas Eve? Where are the waffles? Uh, it's Halloween, right? Where's my sloppy Joe? <laughs> I think when you go when you go out to the next uh, ha- Halloween thing, just demand sloppy Joe's. I need to ask my sister if she does that for her kids, because I don't know. That sounds good. She should. That's a good tradition. I like it. March 19th, 1955. Happy birthday, Walter Willis. Happy birthday. He's an actor who goes by his middle name, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Was that okay? I said it like a ELO, don't bring me down. (laughs) Don't bring me down. Bruce. (laughs) Uh, the Germany-born actor beat 3,000 actors out for the part of David Addison on the TV detective comedy Moonlighting, a show that earned him an Emmy for Outstanding Actor. During the show's hiatus due to his co-star Sybil Shepard's pregnancy, Willis accepted the role of John McClane in 1988's Die Hard, a movie that vaulted Willis to action star status. Willis was far from the first actor offered the role of John McClane. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds, Sylvester Stallone, Harrison Ford, and Mel Gibson all turned it down. So, you've seen Die Hard, of course. Nope. Oh! <laughs> I know what it is, but right, I've right, never right. seen it. So, here's my... Th- so, I was, <laughs> I was in college when this came out. Okay. And at that point, Bruce Willis was moonlighting, and then he had made a couple of really terrible movies yeah and when he was announced that oh this big action movie is coming out starring bruce willis i was like pass this is bad (laughs) so then i was home for summer vacation and friends were all going to see this movie die hard i thought it was a christmas movie it's set in christmas but But maybe it came out in the summer well maybe it was my christmas vacation then it could have been but anyway, I was home and all my friends were like, we're going to see this movie. And I was like, fine, I'll tag along. And great, I love popcorn. Uh, <laughs> so you can't get me. In- I'll go to the movies. I love popcorn. Yeah, getting me into a movie theater, that's that's pretty much all you need. Uh, and was 
so thrilled with it. Yeah. It was so good. Alan Rickman, of course, playing he that's his first movie as well. And oh, wow. he's playing, you know, the evil guy and doing it such a great job. But the great thing about Bruce Willis, I'm looking at these other people who were offered the part. Bruce Willis was a guy that you didn't know if he was going to be able to succeed. He was just kind of this dude. All these other guys are like action stars. You're like, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to win. He always wins in his movies. Sylvester yeah. Stallone. But Bruce Willis, you're like, well, I don't know if he's going to make it. He was just kind of this this doofy guy from Moonlighting. Was it because he didn't have any hair? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, he had a little bit more hair at that point, but a not little really. bit more. It was starting to recede. Um, but he's he, always he had makes a it work. Giant forehead. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, he's been balding since he was born. I I believe so. In 1955, he, he might have had more hair when he was born. <laughs> it's very possible. But I would I would put that on a list of like an afternoon we have nothing to do. Put on Die Hard, have some popcorn and a beer, and and go through it because it's actually pretty fun. Okay, yeah. I will. One more thing, Willis won a second Emmy in 2000 for his guest appearance on Friends. A role that he took after losing a bet to Matthew Perry on the set of The Whole Nine Yards. That's at least what How the do you rumor an is. Emmy for a guest appearance. There is, that is a special Emmy. There is a there is an Emmy for guest appearance on a oh, show. Okay. Yeah, they do uh, for uh, actors and actresses. So you can uh, you do it as a guest. But yeah, he won one. I think he was like played like he was romancing. No, he was the dad of somebody that. Ross was dating or something. Um. I can't remember. But yeah. He lost a bet and had to go on the show. March 20th. Happy Alien Abduction Day. Happy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> on March 20th, 2008, a Canadian toy company named Happy Worker held an alien abduction festival in Toronto to celebrate all things extraterrestrial but also claiming, according to their website, that March 20th is, quote, a special day chosen by our alien overlords to swoop down and select lucky humans around the globe for a personal tour of their spaceships, along with a unique opportunity to take part in various exciting testing procedures. What? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do you believe in aliens? Well, let's get real now. I this don't is, know. This is really what this whole podcast has been aiming towards right now. So you're you're unsure. But I don't think if there are aliens, I don't think they are like here abducting people. Right. There might be aliens, but they don't know about us. Right. We don't know about them. Yeah. I I I kinda go I kinda go with you as well there. Um, but uh, there's lots of people that, that believe that they're out doing uh, interesting tests to our bodies. Weird. Yeah. Oh, have you seen the movie Fire in the Sky? Yes. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Nightmares from that movie. That is like the antithesis of like E.T. It's like E.T. is like, hey, they just want to come down and look at our plants and, and eat some candy. And the fire in the sky is like, nope. That movie freaked me the hell out. Yeah. And uh, I was, I had like 
one of my first like sort of boyfriends and he mm-hmm. like came over to my house and we watched that movie. Yeah. And I was super disturbed. And we only dated for like a couple months or something. Sure. And every time I ever saw him after that, like he would mention that, like you were so freaked out by that movie. Like, yeah, it was because it was scary. Yeah. And also this this must be the only thing you remember about me. Yeah. So th- this this doesn't need to continue. <laughs> <laughs> it did freak me the hell out. Yeah. I could never rewatch that movie. That's a freaky one. And I remember seeing that and I don't remember a lot about it now. It I only remember to... the abduction scene yeah. where they did this stuff to him. Who is in that? Who's the guy? I have no idea, but that poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look that one up. That's that's crazy. I imagine even filming that was terrible. They did weird things to him. Yeah. The earliest account on record of an attempted alien abduction comes from 1896, when a man claimed to have come across a landed spacecraft near Stockton, California, but the aliens, according to the man, were too weak to force him in onto their ship. I think that's a little humble brag on, on his part. He's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I saw the spaceship and they took my buggy over and they uh, they wanted to get me on there, but they were too See, weak the and way I was I, so strong. The way I read that was like they had crashed and they were hurt. Oh, I see. Well, that could be too, that they were like a little bit shaken up. They had some bad whiplash. Yeah. They were trying to get him on. They were just like, I can't move him. I, I need a <laughs> chiropractor before I can do any heavy lifting. <laughs> Could you just like walk onto the ship? Come on. Come on. We got on. we got we got a bottle of scotch up there. Got some candy and puppies. <laughs> we got some Reese's pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do they want in eighteen ninety six? You're gonna love we got them later. Vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've got bacteria free water. We got porno. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, you're going to love it. <laughs> you're never going to want to leave. <laughs> By the way, if you feel a little tingling sensation down below, just roll with it. <laughs> it's the probe. It's the probe. The story that captured America's interest in alien abductions came in 1965. When national news media reported about the possible abduction of Betty and Barney Hill four years earlier in New Hampshire. Betty Hill went on to become a fixture in the UFO sighting community, writing books and giving lectures on her experience until her death in 2004. Yeah, she really really kept it going. Now, under hypnosis, a lot of the stuff that they talked about seemed to have been influenced by like a movie from the 50s and an Outer Limits episode from the 60s. Yeah. And they're just like, they're not quite sure, but they, they stuck to their story for a very, very long time. Um, What would you do? If I was abducted by aliens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, get me the hell off of this planet. Yeah. You just want to go see someplace else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I would be like, um, do you guys have replicators? Mm-hmm. Because I would like. <laughs> Here are my kidnappy demands. 
Because <laughs> that's what all kidnapped and hostages get. <laughs> they get a list of things that to, to be replicated. I want to drive the ship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm driving the ship, I get to play my music. <laughs> they probably have better music. <laughs> have you guys ever heard of the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> no? Let me teach you all their songs. I wrote all these songs. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be be big star on your planet. March 21st, 2006. Last one of the game prep here. At 9.50 p.m., a New York University undergrad named Jack Dorsey sent a message, quote, just setting up my Twitter, T-W-T-T-R, creating the first ever Twitter post. Why did he spell it? Because that's how they were originally going to have the company oh. named, like Tumblr and Flickr were all, all up, the up at that point. All the are gone. Yeah, yeah. Twitter was something of an underground social network until 2007 when the company made a big splash at South by Southwest by setting up large screens around Austin and broadcasting tweets about the festival on the screens. In three years, Twitter grew from 60,000 posts a day to 50 million. Oh, my god! Yeah. Do you use Twitter? Not really, no. I read Twitter a lot, but I don't post a lot of things. Yeah. It's kind of a mess. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. as all the internet is. Yeah. The only cool thing about it, and I got, uh, I tweeted out something. So uh, somebody from, well, Andy Partridge from XTC is a band I love. And he had tweeted a photo of himself in this really cool outfit. And so I tweet, retweeted his picture and said, new sartorial goals as my tweet post. And he tweeted back, which was really nice. And it's, that's the, my favorite thing about it is that you can get some instant connection with people that you've admired and, you know, followed for years. Yeah. And then you just kind of like, oh my God, we almost had sort of a conversation. Mm -hmm. It's kind of exciting. And then the president gets a hold of it and it just goes right on down. Oh, my God. Yeah. Some Twitter stats. Give us some stats. The most used emoji on Twitter is the face with tears of joy. Right. The crying. Crying laughing. Yeah. The best time to tweet to get your post noticed is 3 p.m. Yeah. That was an interesting thing with like that. That posts around that time get the most retweets and and uh, looks. Hmm. Hmm. And in 2009, only four percent of tweets were news. In 2019, seventy percent of users say they get their news from Twitter. That 2009 poll, or I think it was an analytics uh, uh, study, <laughs> that most on Twitter was. I think they called it mindless babble was the most most used for Twitter, which at that point probably was very true. But now it's become very political and a lot of news stories, a lot of breaking news stories. Yeah. I remember when that guy, Sully Sullenberg, uh, landed the plane in the Hudson. Mm-hmm. That was Twitter was the big uh, source for that breaking around uh, somebody who was who had seen it was taking pictures and posting them on Twitter. You know, I flew to New York like the next day. Did you really? And I was in a Cuban restaurant 
and somebody there was on that plane. Wow. And the owner of the restaurant, like, gave her a free drink and made her get up and dance with him. <laughs> okay. Let, let me just say, if I'm ever in a, a plane that goes down and it lands on a river and I'm okay and I'm at a restaurant the next day, I'll take three of those free drinks. <laughs> yeah. I ain't dancing. <laughs> she didn't dance for long, but the owner was so nice and sweet, and there was like whatever right. Cuban music I, is I, I can, was on. I, I just I'll dance for a, I'll dance for it ten, was, ten seconds. It was for like yeah, it was for like. That's a very nice seconds. gesture. I'm sure she needed a drink after that. Oh my god, that's like one I of my worst would fears. Lose my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I see the. The flight attendant, like, get on the phone, and I know they're talking to the captain, and I am looking at them, like, yeah. what is their facial expression? Yeah. Do they look worried? Yeah. Do I need... And usually, it's just, like, he's going to come out and use the bathroom. Yeah. Why, <laughs> did, why didn't I learn to read lips long ago? Mm-hmm. Just knock me out. Honestly, they should pump narcotic through the plane all the time. Now we're getting through it. <laughs> just laughing gas through the whole thing. Play nothing but really funny movies Honestly, on the thing. Yes. Yeah. I'm it, flying soon and I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm not looking forward to this. Oh. What's no, give us the last one? One more thing. One okay. more thing. Australian artist Yi Ying Lu. Oh, their illustration called Lifting a Dreamer. A happy beluga whale being lifted by a flock of orange birds. Became known as Twitter's fail whale. Mm-hmm. Is that what it says? Yeah. An illustration Twitter would post when their system was overloaded. The fail whale was retired in 2013 after Twitter's technology became more stable. Yeah, you don't see it anymore. But back in those days, if, if too many people were trying to get on the system at once, that little thing would come up and go, oops. It's, we're over, and it's like this whale being lifted by these little birds. And that would have been whale. a good question for your whale round. I know. It kinda, I kind of, <laughs> I've asked that question before. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so there'll be some whale stuff in, uh, in this week's uh, rounds. All right, everybody. That was your game prep. You did it. I did it right. I'm not doomed. <laughs> And we're doing just fine down in lunch, lady. It is now time for our audio challenge. We got some music for you today, and Monica came up with an ingenious way of doing this. Monica, explain what we did. So we each got to pick a song for ourselves. And the other person 
had to get the five songs from Spotify Radio. Right. Uh, a service on Spotify I've never used before. It's kind of like Pandora's radio function. Yeah. Where they pick some like artists. Now, we decided that if the artist that we picked comes up, we're skipping those songs. Mm-hmm. And then just taking the top five from the list. So the reason I came up with this was I I had the song Sugar Sugar stuck in my head. By the Archies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up on Spotify and I played it. And then after it was done, Spotify just decided to start playing things like that. Right. And I was like, this is great. So it was like all this... <laughs> Weird old bubblegum Oh, my music. God. So you probably got, like, the uh, Ohio Fruit Gum Company, or there was a bunch of bands. Ohio like, Express. Ohio Express and the 1910 Fruit Gum Company are the two <laughs> bands. And maybe uh, did the DeFranco family, Heartbeat is a Love Beat. Maybe some Partridge family in there. I got a Wendy. Oh, by the association. Who knows it's, it's Wendy. I love I love that era of just the just the silliest songs in the world. Like yummy, yummy, yummy. There's a lot of songs with yummy. There's Mm -hmm. like other ones that do yummy. Yeah. And uh oh, what was another one? It was something like yummy, but it was like I can't remember. If I knew crispy or something. If I knew I was gonna do a whole night of people my age or older, I would do a bubblegum <laughs> round from like nineteen sixty nine to nineteen seventy three. Because man, it was a it. good it was a good era for that stuff. Yeah, I was like on the bus listening to this. Like, oh, this yeah. is so cute. Well, that's the other thing too. Is like it is unfailingly positive, happy yeah, music. That's kind of what yeah. it started. It's so it's just like it. yeah. Maybe that'll come back. We're kind of in a depressing age. Maybe like really silly stuff like that will come back in style. I would love it. Chewy, that was it. Oh, chewy, yeah. Chewy, oh chewy, 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 chewy. <laughs> That's more Ohio Express, I believe. Oh, my God. You you Ohioans must be very proud of your Ohio Express, your Ohio players. I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a rule that if you're a band from Ohio, you just have to put it in your name. Sure. So sure. there's like I think two. It's, I think it's a fair rule. <laughs> um, all right. So what was your song and artist? I chose No Doubt, uh, Just a Girl. Right on. Because uh, I felt like I might know. Yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting mix that came up. Uh, mine was Pump It Up by Elvis Costello. I have a feeling you're going to know all of these. Yeah, that's 78. And yours came out in like 95, 96, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where we're going to be. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go first. Okay. So one point per song title, one point per artist. Play along at home. Here we go with song number one. <laughs> you know, I just told a story about him t- retweeting me. That is a uh, XTC. <laughs> That's awesome. And the song is called Generals and Majors. That's right. Yeah. Which they say 
a lot yeah. in that Jam song. Was a <laughs> I was playing before. the song and I'd be like, stop saying the title. God. <laughs> I had to do that for one of yours too, where it was like, okay, Kate, stop, please. <laughs> All right. Here we go with song number one. I think you're going to do well at this one. I hope so. Here we go. Song number one. Weezer. That is the Weeze. And it's not Jonas. <laughs> no. His name is not Jonas. It's Hashpipe. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yes. All Good right. Job. I feel better. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Maybe Scott, two points. I'm okay. I think you're going to go artists all the way. Yeah. And then some of the, some of the titles I didn't know, but that's not my era either, so... So we'll see. Here's your next one. Alright, that is the English beat. Yes. And the song is called I Confess. Correct. Yeah. Great album. Never heard that before. Uh, I just realized that I didn't write your song titles down. <laughs> so I need to look this up again. Hold on. Hold, please. Why don't you write this shit down? I, I, just, <laughs> I didn't this time. I just realized that I didn't do that. So give me a second and I'll look this up. Okay. Well, I know the second one. So let's, uh, let's do this one. Number okay. two. Never heard that before. Wow, and that came up. That was the second song that came up in the list. It sort of sounded like the singer from Everclear. Well, I would go with that the band name for Everclear? sure. Everclear is correct. Oh wow! I don't know the song. Something about pierced nipples. <laughs> the song is called "Heroin Girl." I almost said something about hair because of the round we played today. All right, we played an audio round of, of hair songs. <laughs> but it's hair a win. Yeah, hair a win. All right, here is your third song. Wait, is it my turn? Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm all discombobulated because I'm trying to look this up. Here is your third song. That is The Pretenders, and the song is called Back on the Chain Gang. Yep. Which my band, Ready, Steady, Go, just started learning that song. Oh, I thought yeah. you already did it. No, we've never done that one, but it we It sounds uh, like the song you should do. Yeah, yeah. We just started learning that one uh just we had a rehearsal yesterday. Oh good. So yeah. 
Uh, hopefully see y'all out there in a, in a show sometime soon. I would uh, like that. All right, here is your third song. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I came up with some weird stuff in this. <laughs> Come on, baby, do the locomotion. The locomotion. That who does that cover? I don't. Oh, I don't know, but I could guess Madonna. It's not Madonna. That is Kylie Minogue. Um, Kylie Minogue does that one. Is it your turn to play? Yes. All right, go go ahead. Well, I definitely picked the right era (laughs) for myself that is someday someway by marshall crenshaw that's right another great i mean these are all songs that i just wore out i know i might have to just like put this on in the background as i'm working all right here is song number four for you Pretty sure it's Goldfinger. You're right. That is Goldfinger. Is it called Superman? You got it. Well done. (laughs) Yes. I had never heard that song before. I loved that band. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the thing that, that struck me going into the Just a Girl radio Lots of ska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because No Doubt was kind of born from ska. Well, I was like, if you picked a different song by No Doubt, it may not have gone that way. Like if you had picked like well, Hella Good or, yeah. or Don't Speak, which is more of a ballad, mm-hmm. maybe it would have gone a different way. But since you picked Just a Girl, it went ska heavy. I so, it. Yeah, yeah. Good job. Uh, last one for you. Sweet. A boat can go lost. Ooh, one I'm not sure about. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was hoping, and it turned out to be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, trying to think who that sounds like. Uh, well, I'm going to go with my first instinct because what else can I do? The Water Boys. No. No, I'm not going to get the title. It's a band called The Go-Betweens. From Australia. Do you know them? I do. Is that song called, and not for a point, oh no, I used to know their song titles. What is it called? Bye Bye Pride. Oh, that one, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's bye, my... Bye Bye Pride. Do, do, do. Bye Bye, bye Gluttony. <laughs> Hello, Envy. <laughs> Think I'm gonna die and go to hell bye-bye. So the go-betweens, I, I do have a, a weird thing about the go-betweens. They have, okay. a, they have this first album that's very strange, doesn't sound anything like that, and I bought it 
in when I was in college, strictly because I like the band name and I like the cover of the album, and it stuck with me. Just this weird album. And then I bought their second album, and they had totally changed styles, and I wasn't interested anymore. <laughs> okay. So, but that band actually became kind of a college hit, and that first album's kind of not. It's called Send Me a Lullaby, and it's kind of thought of as like, oh, that was their experimental weird thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, but I like that one. Yeah. That's the one that I like. It's um, tough when bands change like that, and you're like, I liked them the way they were. Yeah, yeah. All right, here is your last song. That's a good guess. It's not the ring. Okay. <laughs> um, would it help to know that they did a very popular version of Take On Me? No. Okay. Uh, the, the band's called Save Ferris. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song is called Little Differences. Yeah, yeah. I never got into that band. Yeah. Mostly just because I didn't know about them. I think they also did uh, They did a couple of popular covers. They did Take On Me, and I think they did Come On Eileen as well as a ska version. Um, that was kind of their thing. I think they're in the movie Basketball. You ever seen Basketball? Yeah, and they, I don't think they are. Or is that Real Big that's Fish? Real that's Real Big it? Fish. Okay. And they might be in the movie Ten Things I Hate About You. Oh, I think that might be the one. And they're in an episode of... Uh, Parks and Rack. Yeah. One of the things I'm putting together for one of these nights, and I don't know if it's going to be this week or next week, is bands named after characters in in fiction. So like oh, okay. Save Ferris, like Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Fallout Boy uh, and stuff like that. So uh, that should be coming along at some point. That sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. How did we do? Let's see. You got eight because you only missed the last one. Yeah. I got six. Right on. That was a good showing for both of us. That was good. Yeah, that's fun. We should do that again at some point and pick like different it. songs. Yeah. I like that. I'll um, pick Sugar Sugar. <laughs> I'll pick Sugar Sugar. <laughs> that's my era. Um, yeah, I, li- I like that. like that. It made me think of some new songs to put into audio rounds. Yay. So we'll, we'll do some more fun stuff like that. But now we get to say goodbye and uh, thank you for downloading and listening. Before we do, for those people who play in the Seattle-Tacoma area, where are you hosting this week? I'm hosting Tuesday at Fitzgerald's in Ballard. I'm hosting Monday at the Skylark in West Seattle, Tuesday at the Crown Bar in Tacoma. And I want to thank Kat for sitting in for me last week while I was doing a private party. Uh, Wednesday at the Berliner in Renton, Thursday at the Local 907, also in Renton. And you can see uh, Mookie and Jeff in Wallingford at Murphy's on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right now, Murphy's is probably knee-deep in St. Patrick's Day craziness. I bet they are. Yeah. Let's go there right now. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to email the uh, the owner about something, and I was like, you know what? No one's reading my emails today. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
And remember, uh, if you want to ask us a question or suggest a theme for us to do, the best way to get a hold of us is email quizfix at gmail.com. You can also message us on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. All Just go to quizfix, all one word, and you'll find us there and our website, quizfix.net. I haven't put up tournament uh, uh, stuff yet. For the finals on the webpage yet, I'll be doing that fairly soon so you can bask in your glory uh, for those of you who won prizes. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And thanks for giving us that lovely five-star review that you're doing right now. And we will talk at you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Your knowledge talk. Let me hear your knowledge talk. Let's get trivial.